Now, how do I know that I'm serious? Here it is. Give God his first. That's how you know you're serious. Now, people say, how do you get out of debt by giving? Because God said all of it belongs to him. Welcome to Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you've joined us today. We're continuing a message, How to Get Out of Debt. And Pastor, what you just hit, while it may be biblical, for a lot of people, it doesn't seem logical. So let's uh, talk about <laughs> what we just heard there. Uh-huh. If we're going to get serious about getting out of debt, you say you've got to give to God first. And of course, I know it does not make rational sense, logical sense. What in the word of God does? (laughs) I I mean, let's think about it. How do you become the greatest? You must become the least. You know, I mean, it's the opposite of Mm -hmm. what the world says, you know. uh, And so none of it makes sense, Steve. Um, You know, and so why would this be any different? But here's the key thing for you and I as a believer. When we understand what we talked about on the last program, that we are stewards. Yeah. Then what is a steward to do? A steward should do with that person's property or money what that person said the steward should do. What did God tell us to do? He said that we ought to be giving him first. Yeah. So uh, Proverbs chapter 3, 9 and 10 says, honor the Lord with the third fruits. No. no. <laughs> with the second fruits. No. With the first fruits of all your substance, get this, and your increase. You, you know what I take that to mean? Somebody asked me one time, well, I found $100. Uh, should I give God 10% on it? And I'd say, well, uh, is it an increase? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay, then you should give God 10% of it. You know, and so I know in these instances, you know, sometimes preachers preach and they don't even uh, uh, obey and apply what they're preaching. But my wife and I, we were in $35,000 worth of debt, credit card debt. Mm-hmm. And we began with that, uh, you know, cutting those things up. And uh, we took the least, cut it up, and then went to the next until we only have one now. Yeah. And we're a lot wiser than we were. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've always given God at least 10% of our income. As a matter of fact, you know, if you look back in... Um, just a couple of decades, you have people like R.J. Letourneau, who uh, he would live off of 10% and give God yeah, 90%. Yeah, reverse time. You know, yeah. yeah. And so it's like you, you have things like that all over. Yeah. And there are plenty of people who could tell you, look, God's way is the best way. It is amazing how when we are obedient financially and we do what he's called them to do, how God seems to make those dollar stretch. And when we're irresponsible and we're not honoring him and we're not being good managers of what he's entrusted to us, then uh, it seems like, well, the the dollars just uh, are fleeting. (laughs) Well, he said that through Haggai. He said, uh, you know, you have uh, pockets with holes in it because uh, I've blown on your finances uh, because you haven't honored me with them. 
Yeah. Well, it's a biblical principle and and truth that as we are obedient and honor God with what he has entrusted to us, that's something that uh, he is going to see and he's going to honor that. Well, that's what we're looking at in today's broadcast. So join us in 2 Kings chapter 4 as we continue the message, How to Get Out of Debt. Here is Pastor Ford. So when you look at it, then uh, uh, Josephus says uh, that it was probably Obadiah. Uh, and he takes the situation from 1 Kings 18. Obadiah, if you remember, uh, was a prophet. And Obadiah uh, wanted to protect uh, the prophets of God. They were in danger. And so he borrowed money uh, from Jehoram. Now, remember, he was the son of Ahab. Uh, so he's just like his daddy. Not, don't fall too far from the tree. And so uh, Josephus says it was Obadiah. Uh, and so he lent money to Obadiah. So he can maintain the hidden prophets. First Kings 18, three and four. But let me just say this. God doesn't identify the who and God doesn't identify the why. Let me tell you why. Because now we can put our situation in there. You can put your name in there. You can put your situation in there. And because we don't know why they got into debt, you can put your reason. Some of us are in debt because uh, we don't have the kind of job that's necessary to even meet our basic needs. Others of us, because we've been stuck on stupid and spending, or we're like, we're like custard at a sale. Charge, charge, charge. And so there are all kinds of reasons. But still, when you look at the picture, there's something wrong with it because Proverbs 13:22 tells us, a good man leaveth inheritance to his children's children. And I have to wonder, uh, did this prophet, or actually do you know uh, the 10 aspects of finances? Uh, they're listed for you. Let me just read them. It is earning and saving, saving, saving. I know I'm cussing at somebody, but saving, <laughs> sharing, giving, loaning, trading, investing, borrowing, spending, and leaving an inheritance. Now this text just teaches us very basically, because I'm looking at the principles, a 10 principles for getting out of debt. So how do we become a good Christian? Let's start and get as far as we can. She's committed to them, her children, and she's teaching us how to get out of debt. Here they are, principle number one. Principle number one, get serious about getting out of debt. You need commitment, commitment. Notice what it says, and they're cried. Let's stop right there. Let's put a quarter in the meter, pull off to the side because we probably won't get any further. She cried. Uh, 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 listen, this word occurs uh, 55 times in the Old Testament. It's the number one word that's used when God wants us to know what it means to sincerely cry out to him. Okay, uh, turn to Genesis chapter 4 and verse 10. Genesis chapter 4 and verse 10. That's right at the beginning of the Bible, the first book of the Bible. Listen to what Genesis chapter 4 verse 10 says. And he said, what hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And it's a word that literally means to scream the top of your lungs because you're in pain 
and you're serious. Let's look at one more, Exodus chapter 14. Genesis, Exodus. Exodus chapter 14, look at what it says in verse 10. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. In other words, there are other words that could have been used, but he uses this word that literally means to be sincere when you're crying out to God. Now, that's where we start. And the problem is some of us cry, but we're not serious. You know, we're, we're, we're waiting on God to do something, and God is waiting on us to do something. Uh, we need to realize that uh, you know, we say, I, I remember getting serious about losing weight and uh, I get serious about it at least eight or nine times a year. And, uh, you know, I said, I'm going to walk. I, I was walking outside. I said, I'm going to walk every day. And then it rained and I knew I was serious because I walked in the rain. And then, you know what? I was walking in the rain one day and I saw I was walking out of drive. I saw guys on the golf course in the rain playing golf in the rain. And I thought to myself, look at that. I started to turn around and say, it's getting too heavy. It's raining too much. And these guys are playing golf and, and laughing and, 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 and many of y'all don't even come to church when it's raining outside. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. I like what Earl Flynn said. Here's what he says. Earl Flynn, remember him? We can't reconcile our net income with our gross habits. See, you're not serious uh, when you're making new bills and haven't paid off your old bills. You're not serious. You're not serious when you're still paying $100 for your children's gym shoes. You're not serious about getting out of debt when you're paying to have your hair done every week instead of going on and getting you some flat iron curlers and doing it yourself. Yeah, yeah. You're not serious uh, when uh, you're still paying $25, $30 every week or every other week to get your pedicure and your manicure uh, instead of going down to the beauty supply and get you some Sally Press-Ons. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah you, you're not serious when you're still eating out three times a week. Uh, you're not serious. You're not serious. You're still buying lunch and not going to the store. Get some bread and some bologna, piece of cheese and some mayonnaise or mustard, whatever you like, and bag. Get you one of them big boxes with all them different bags of chips in it, and put you in and get you some of that Kool-Aid. Get a, a water bottle. Tear one of them little packs of Kool-Aid that you just put in the bottle. Shake it up. Put that in it and take that every day. You say, listen, listen. This is what I did. I did this because I said, you know what? I want to give more to the Lord. So one year, what I did was I like root beer. I don't like it anymore. I well, I still like it, but I can't drink it because it's got sugar in it. And it's getting so I don't like this diet stuff. I'm reading all this stuff about, you know, the diet stuff. And I'm saying, man, I might as well drink the sugar. Shoot. I'm out. I don't let that stuff. I say, man, I got to let that stuff go, man. That's the, so, so, so check this out. Uh, I, I did it one year for, you know, I bring that little bottle of change in and I brought it in. And I normally, I average about three or $400 a year, just taking my change. I got one in there right now. I just take my change every time I come in, put it in there. And you know, that's in addition to what I'm going to give on the great day of giving. It's in addition to what I'm going to, I think of more ways to give in a great day of giving. So I just be working it, you know? And so, and so, and so I said, I'm not going to drink any pop 
Do you know how much I gave that year? It was about five something. I, I re, I'm drinking over $250 worth of pop. That's just the pop. And so you ain't serious when you're still paying $25 to have your car washed when you can take time to wash it yourself. You get what I'm saying. Uh, how many of you remember growing up, you, you, you're in my, in, in, in my age group. I'm a baby boomer. Everybody born from 1946 uh, to 1964, 64, baby boomers. Do you remember putting water in the ketchup bottle so you could have some more ketchup? You, you, you remember mayonnaise sandwiches? Mayonnaise sandwiches, anybody remember that? Remember that? Yeah, you remember butter bread sandwiches? How about cheese sandwiches made with government cheese? Not government, government cheese, right. You remember that? Remember pet milk or borders milk? Put water in it for your cereal, huh? How about anybody have alaga syrup and bread? Anybody do that? Oh yeah, you pinto beans with hot sauce. Anybody, y'all still eating them, ain't you? <laughs> You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor James Ford Jr., a message entitled How to Get Out of Debt, and we're going to get back to this message in just one moment. In addition to handling money, Pastor Ford is pretty passionate about marriage and relationships, and he's written a number of books about that. You can check them out when you come to our website and click on the Books by Pastor Ford link on the left side of our homepage. We've got uh, different titles available as a paperback or in an ebook format. Just come to the website and click on the Books by Pastor Ford link. And if you're ever in the Chicago area, you can always visit Christ Bible Church of Chicago and hear Pastor Ford speak live. Get all the information when you come to our website and click on the About link. Our website address is treasuredtruthradio.org. That's treasuredtruthradio.org. If you joined us a little late, we're in 2 Kings chapter 4, so I hope you'll join us there as we continue How to Get Out of Debt. Here's Pastor Ford. So here it is. Now, how do I know that I'm serious? Here it is. Number one, give God his first. That's how you know you're serious. Now, people say, how do you get out of debt by giving? Because God said all of it belongs to him. He wants you to give I believe at least 10%. You didn't go any lower than that. Old Testament standard, 23 and a third, but the tithe, bring the tithe, that's 10, it just means 10%. So show me an Old Testament standard that was lower. You can't. Somebody said to me, well, you know, uh, uh, it's, not, it's not a standard for the New Testament now. I said, why? Uh, because it's not listed. Well, I, I just think, you know, Abraham paid tithes in Melchizedek. I ain't even going to argue that, uh, that it was, it was a Christophany as far as I'm concerned. But they say, well, Christ abrogated it. No, he didn't. Everything that Christ abrogated, we have it in Scripture. Okay, so somebody said to me, well, you don't take an animal sacrifice. I don't because now the New Testament tells me I do not bring an animal sacrifice because Christ is my Passover, 1 Corinthians 5, 7. So then everything that he abrogated, he tells me that he abrogated. I don't have to keep the law because he abrogated the law. But there are certain things that he didn't abrogate. He never says don't tithe. He never says 
two times. How about capital punishment? We still should do it. It's never abrogated. Never abrogated. Romans 13.1. The government is ordained of God. They carry the sword on behalf of God. And so give to God his first. In other words, we're asking God to reap a harvest and we haven't sowed any seed. Give me a crop and we haven't planted anything. Look at 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings chapter 17. It's amazing. Now, now we studied this before and uh, I don't want to go into all of it, but remember what happened? God is showing, now remember verse 1 tells us that Elijah was committed to God. And then two through four tells us God was committed to Elijah. So then there is a drought. And of course, if there's a drought, no crops can grow. And what does God do? God shows him, listen, I can break the conventional means of provision for you. How so, Lord? Because I'm going to put you by the brook Carrioth, and you have water in the midst of a drought. But then a raven's going to feed you. Now, that ought, to, that ought to send off a signal to all Bible students. How many Bible students does that send a signal to? Okay, a raven. First of all, a raven is an unclean bird. So that if you go back to Leviticus, a raven was one of the birds that you weren't supposed to ever give to God. God said it's unclean. Now, God takes an unclean bird and brings provision to a clean prophet. You know what I think of? The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. Now this is something. This is something here because a, a, somebody said it. Who said the raven is a scavenger? A scavenger. What does that mean? He takes. He don't give. God says that, that listen, whenever you're hooked up with me, you don't worry about your provision. You want to know why? Because I can take takers. Sound like a title for a movie. I can take takers and make them give to you. Man, that's powerful stuff. Then he says, then he says, okay, I don't want you to confuse source and agency. Now you 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 chilling by the by the brook like you at a Marriott. You know, and so I got work to do, so I need you to get up because there's some work to do. So he dries it up. Why? Because you ought never depend upon the agent. You always look to the source. Y'all know that. Then he says, I want you to go down into Zarephath. Wait a minute. Zarephath? Do you know who's down in Zarephath, God? Do you know that's Ethbe the, the king of Zidonian is uh, Jezebel's daddy? That that's the center of pagan worship? Yes, I do. I know. Because I want to show you I can take you in the midst of everything that is opposed to who I am and what you believe and provide for you when nobody else has provision. So who are you going to provide? Some rich person down there? No, a widow. What you mean a widow? She doesn't have what she needs. Yeah, but she's going to have what you need. And then when she provides what you need, then you're going to provide what she needs. And what happens? He goes down there. She is making sticks. Now get this. She's working. She's working. 
She's a widow and she's going out to pick up sticks. She's working. Here's my question. If she would not have gone to, you know, I don't feel like picking up sticks today. You know, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. I've heard three or four testimonies about how God met provision in here. And I said to each one of them, I said, what if you didn't come to church that day? Look what you would have missed. The provision that God had for you was in the place that you should have been. But if you would not have been where you should have been, then you wouldn't have got what you got. Because you weren't where you were supposed to be. And then what happens? She's never told by God, I'm sending him. And then he says, do you have any water? She gave him water. She got anything to eat? She said, I got a little meal and a little corn. I'm going home, make me and my son some hot water cornbread, eat it and die. She said, I ain't got nothing left. You know what this preacher said? Make me a little cake first. Now, this don't got anything to do with the preacher. You got to look at the biblical principle. Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You got to look at the bigger picture. It ain't about a preacher getting a Cadillac. Please don't come up after it's over and throw any money up on the steps unless you're going to throw some $100 bills up here. Then we'll make an exception, all right? Now, wait a minute. Now, you know uh, where, where Sidonian is, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, she's, she's a sister. I'd imagine, say what? Say, say what? Listen, you know, that's my child, me and my child. You got to be crazy. And what happened? Same thing that happened to Shalia. Wave your hand, girl. Said, I got eight dollars. I ain't, I, that's all I got. And put it in. And God more than met her needs. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford and a message called How to Get Out of Debt. It's taken from 2 Kings chapter 4. And I hope that uh, you've been encouraged by today's broadcast. You may want to go back and listen to it again or previous messages in the short series. Simply come to our website, it's treasuredtruthradio.org, and you can stream programs through your computer or mobile device. You can download MP3s for free, or you can order copies of this broadcast on CD. Other ways to listen include podcasting the program and through the Moody Radio app. Now, both the podcast and the app are free, and we'll link you to those when you come to our website. Again, that's treasuredtruthradio.org. You can also find the app if you go to your favorite app store like Google Play or the App Store for your Apple device. Not only can you listen to Treasured Truth if you have the Moody Radio app, but you'll be able to listen to other internet streaming stations produced by Moody Radio. And all of these productions, whether it's a specific program like Treasured Truth or an internet streaming station like the Praise and Worship Channel or Urban Praise, there's an expense to bringing you all this programming from Moody Radio. And know that your giving is allowing us to continue this ministry. So if you're benefiting from listening to Moody Radio's app, would you give a gift? Simply come to our website, treasuredtruthradio.org, and click on the link that says Make a Donation. Now, that can be a one-time gift or an ongoing monthly gift. Again, just come to treasuredtruthradio.org and click on Make a Donation. Well, thanks for giving and for listening. Thanks also to our producer, Amy Rios. I'm Steve Hiller. 
Treasured Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.